Man, it's starting to get colder and it's, fri it's fried sushi. So when it gets cold, it gets like kind of musty sort of situation. <laughs> I'm excited about it. Um, what'd you ask me about? Oh, which episodes did you listen to? <laughs> a very simple question. I listened to uh, I listened to the Mister Hands episode, and I, I I skimmed through the baseball episode. I thought uh, okay. I thought it I thought it gave a good contrast of what y'all seem to be all about. Yeah, that's that's the, that is the kind two of our sides two extremes. Of the yeah, I like to think that Neopets is a good balance between the horse fucking and the baseball. <laughs> So, you know, I we'll see how right. that goes, but that's my hypothesis. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've really been all over the place as a podcast recently. <laughs> You're finding yeah. your territory. <laughs> well, I think it's in an ever-expansive territory to a point, like, I don't know, we, we put out our bio on the Twitter that we're the, the internet's only podcast, and I think we're trying to fulfill that, where it's just a podcast right. that can do everything. That's the long-term yeah. goal, you know? The, you know, like like a, a, a stoner NPR. I, I think <laughs> my, my concern is that you guys may accidentally move your Overton window for what's acceptable eventually until all that gets your podcast going is talking about horse cocks. And then that's just <laughs> that's the bare minimum in, for getting started. <laughs> that's actually in our business plan. There's an episode before, like, there's the, the period goal. before you do a Mr. Hands episode and the period after you do that. Like, you see that with, like, <laughs> yeah. Joe Rogan or something. Uh, we and, just and, got it out early. Yeah, we're that we're all, like, most like, of our episodes will be the post-Mr. Hands era. Cultural right, reset, but for podcasts. <laughs> yeah, I like we got four episodes in and we're like, we need a cultural reset right now. Yeah, we, our brand's gotten stale. We need to... <laughs> We need to kick this into gear. Oh god. I feel like we're we're rolling here. I think we should probably officially, you know, introduce the podcast. What do you think, Jared? All right. I you know, I'm I'm with you. I would like to just real quick note that we uh we are going two for two on best opening days for our episodes. So last week we got a high score and this week we tied our high score. Yeah. So we're uh we're we're, we're climbing we're up there. Well. I mean, don't talk about how that's like thirty six listens or something. <laughs> oh, y'all were talking about listens. I thought you meant like just general like having fun during the intro, and I was like, how the fuck are you are you quantifying that? No, <laughs> like you no, no we don't enjoy like, this podcast. To be very clear, <laughs> I give Michael this a seven is out of ten for both of us. <laughs> yeah, he's he's kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, the the trick with this podcast is we do all of the review on air with you still present, but we just, you know, go into I like it. that. I, I signed up for an art class in college where at the end of each day, they said that they're going to take all of the art that you drew and they're going to put it up on the wall and he's going to grade it with everyone watching. I have never dropped a class faster. So oh, this is going to be essentially that. <laughs> I think I've matured since then, so I'll allow it. Well, speaking of, let's talk about your delivery of that story. Josiah? <laughs> I, uh, no, we got to start. We got to start. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, I don't know. The, the thing is, I don't think we're going to get into the thing that was uh, how we made up that, that intro line. No, but I mean, to your point last week, we just, you know... Say shit? Okay. Just go for okay. it. Yeah, you, okay, yeah. Well, uh, welcome to Very Legal, Very Cool, the internet's stickiest podcast. Okay, nice. and then the music's playing right now, and we're fading out. 
this is a measure of the average amount of time spent on a website. So it's like oh, when people yeah. people on Neopets spend a lot of time on Neopets. Yeah, they do. <laughs> About three hours a month. Oh God, it's actually way lower than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it was, it was an average, it's, right? So I've got to be ha- pushing that average out substantially. <laughs> <laughs> the, the average is most people are like one hour a month, but then Michael <laughs> is the one who like fucked it up. <laughs> I do I, I do twenty hours a day, and it just pushed everyone's numbers up. That's yeah, right. Sucks. This is why you need median and stuff, or it really messes up the data. Oh, You're statistically God. insignificant. That's true. They should just <laughs> toss me out. I'm an outlier. <laughs> <laughs> kind of sounds uh, sad when I say it like that. I'm an outlier about this virtual <laughs> pets website. That's good. Speaking yeah. of being an outlier on a virtual t- pets website, Michael, why don't you introduce yourself? Yeah, who are you? It's your boy, Michael Rowitz. Ooh, bold I have the last name right out yeah, the gate. Let's go. Yeah, I have I have a few qualities to myself, but I think the one most pertinent to this podcast is that I, I play a lot of Neopets, and I always have. <laughs> um, so throughout, it's a throughout bold statement this, right out the gate. I know, I know. I'm I'm leading with my my darkest <laughs> secrets. Um, yeah, throughout this this episode of very cool, very legal podcast, I'm gonna run. <laughs> Not I'm gonna run. Podcast, what's it, what's it called? Is it called Very we'll Cool, Very Legal? I don't know what the order is on the legal and the cool. You know what? Fuck it. You guys can just rename it. I know what it's called now. I got my own idea in mind for what this podcast is. On this episode of Dope Ass Podcast, I'm gonna run I'm gonna run everyone through my history with Neopets. Let's hear it. How much All anonymity right. do you want? <laughs> Should I bleep um, out your last name or I mean, people are going to hear my voice. Your listeners are probably half people from my school. They're going to know it's me. <laughs> um, I, I've also posted on Twitter quite a few times, quote, yeah, fuck yeah, Neopets. So I think it's pretty clear who the college student talking about Neopets is. So that's okay. This is fair. So yeah, yeah. Th- that's fine, I guess. Uh, yeah, so yeah, so Michael here is a, is a buddy of mine from uh, from college. And he plays a lot of Neopets. That's what we're talking about today. Uh, but it gets uh, crazy. I pro- like. I, I don't know. I feel like if I say, "Oh, we're talking about Neopets," that most people will be like, "Oh, that's kind of boring." But this gets. Uh... We expect this to be <laughs> on par with the Mister Hands episode. Oh, yeah, this yeah. is like the Neopets version of the Panama Papers. So it's just, <laughs> there we go. There we go. Get, that's yeah, a that's sell. good. That's a tagline for you right there. The world's stickiest Panama Papers. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! My, so uh, you know, you pay, you play Neopets. You you go to college. Um, you know, is there anything else that that you do to fill this meaningless existence? I'm a writer. I write quite a bit. Uh, what I do you write? The, uh, um, a little bit of everything. I think my main focus, ideally, is on um, creative nonfiction. Um, but I, I served as the senior editor for Simpsons Literary Magazine, and I have my own website. I'll plug at the end of the podcast um, where I collect my various poetry, prose, um, nonfiction, and fiction, and uh, sometimes a Donald Trump satire pieces. You know, whatever, like whatever you do. I'm in the mood for, as one does. Um, yeah. in, in between my full time job playing Neopets course yeah how much right, of the right. writing is about neopets what kind exactly of fan are we none talking? of it not oh. well okay no that's are not you looking to change accurate. that so we'll <laughs> we'll talk we'll talk about this at some point but one of the big ways that i made i mean it's thousands of dollars 
sophomore and junior year in high school was um, ghostwriting um, Neopian Times articles. Which so if you're a, <laughs> if you're a, <laughs> if you're a player on Neopets, you can submit under your name an article about the fictional world of Neopia to their um, newspaper, the Neopian Times. And if you get accepted, you get cool prizes. So people would pay me real life money to write these articles under their name so they can claim the prizes in the game. So I wrote maybe 50 Neopian Times articles throughout high school um, to We're- make that extra money wait how how much were people paying you to write these 200 300 dollars for packages of eight to ten of these it's fucking crazy (laughs) i mean i just found like the right market for this type of writing okay you know okay well yeah let's let's do the what you what are you drinking today thing because it seems like we're about to dive in hard in the content already it's just already so much that i want to know about so so uh uh, michael what are you drinking today i'm drinking me some absinthe in a uh in a wine glass which is uh very fitting uh it hasn't been released yet but the episode right before this was about absinthe so it's it's kind of on brand for the podcast hell yeah jared what are you drinking i've got some iced tea some water some benadryl here in front of me um, <laughs> you should take eight or nine of the benadryl and then try and stay awake and see what happens i was i was thinking about it just do just a whole cocktail of drugs and then you know see if i can stay awake through the podcast <gasps> it's never done anyone wrong before i'd do it yeah i'll do like a, a some benadryl some xanax and then maybe some uppers just mixed in for fun i I've had like a a little bit of a cough lately, which uh, is scary in COVID times, but I think it's just uh, because I'm a smoker. But um, (laughs) my my girlfriend was like, oh, do you want some cough medicine? I was like, sure. And then as she was handing it to me, I was like, wait a second, this is NyQuil. And like, I almost just like did NyQuil right before this. And I think that would have either increased or decreased the quality. I can't decide of the podcast. I think that we should all take sleeping pills and then go go at this. I could go drink the NyQuil if you want. I would like you to chug some NyQuil Uh, with a shot of vodka. No. I don't and just see what happens. I thought we were supposed to do opiates before the podcast. <laughs> I figured that everyone did that. So well, everybody now I feel does it. Out it's of just place. not. It's not an official rule, but everybody just happens to do it anyways. You're an, you're like a Melvin if you don't like a nerd. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, yeah, all right. My uh, my pre podcast uh, ritual is just a handful of shrooms. I have fight in the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Do a thumbprint of LSD right before we start recording. <laughs> oh Jesus! My God, I hate it. it sounds terrible. <laughs> oh boy. So Josiah, what are you drinking? Oh yeah, I'm drinking some unsweetened iced tea. We're pretty boring today because I got a uh, really drunk the last two episodes, and I just decided I can't do that again. So I'm I'm detoxing right now. This is very legal. Very cool. And we have a problem. I'm willing to carry this entire podcast on my drunken back. I brought the bottle up with me to record. So, oh, thank God. I'll, we uh, were counting on that, actually. I know. So. I'll absinthe it out and tell you guys about Neopets. Nice. Uh, yeah, I want to so... wake up in a Denny's parking lot, no matter what happens here tonight. <laughs> uh, so, so Jared and I's understanding of Neopets comes primarily from... Uh, I played it for a couple years in, like, middle school. Oh, so the truth comes out. Okay. A Neopets fan. uh, (laughs) And then uh, Jared and I just briefly perused the Neopets Wikipedia page as research for this. 
Yeah, I, I looked at some of the, the links that you sent, and they made no sense to me, so <laughs> I didn't try that hard. Yeah, that, that'll that do it. I don't remember what I sent you, but it was probably just three random links I found. Um, they like were not a- Neo and Neopoints.in. Oh, yeah, those are good websites. <laughs> and this weird Neopets porn site. <laughs> yeah, so Sunny Neo and Jelly Neo are like guide websites for Neopets. So if oh, okay. Neopets is a game, then that's like the guidebook that helps you understand uh, the various gotcha. facets. And then Neopets.in is an illegal black market Neopets website where you can buy Ooh. in-game items for your cold hard cash PayPal. Well, I'm glad I have that on my browsing history now. Yeah, so it's not like illegal. I think there's only a couple U.S. states where violating the terms of service for a private organization constitutes a crime, which yeah. makes sense because why the fuck would that be illegal? You know what I mean? Um so right. mostly you're just violating the terms of service of Neopets. So Okay, so like worst that could usually happen is just get banned from Neopets for using it. Yeah, occasionally Neopets will send cease and desist letters to people, but I've never uh, heard, yeah. and with good reason, of someone getting arrested for selling Neopets items. So Right. I get you beaten up in prison so fucking fast. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you here for? Well, let me sold tell a ya. sold a baby paintbrush for six ninety nine. All right, Michael, what's Neopets? Tell us all about it. So, all right, I think a good way to introduce the site is by dispelling one of the the biggest rumors about Neopets that persists even in 2020. Um, It's a virtual pet website, but my contention has always been that Neopets was originally not created as a kid's website. It adapted into being a kid's website, and then now that kids have grown up, it is no longer a kid's website anymore. There's a bit of nuance to that, so if you guys want to unpack that a little bit, I'll allow it. Josiah, were you lost by that statement? <laughs> Thank you for letting me unpack that. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it seems like a kid's game. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> I'll say, on, on first glance, the fact that you, you get a pet named Jub Jub or Kiko or Hissy or Grarl, Makes it seem mm-hmm. like a kid's game. That's true. But I, I posit Some to you, Some could even argue this. all of the, the art and the interrelated games, such it, as Webkins. I'd say, like, it, a, like most, most, of the, most of the game seems kind of like a kid's game. <laughs> but I'll... Okay, all right. I'll, I'll, I'll ask you this. This is a very simple question. The Neopets website is primarily HTML, and it's a text-based RPG. How many children do you know in 2020 are willing to sit at the computer and play a text-only game? That's what I say to you, friends. Well, I, well, I don't I, know I, many okay, children, fine. to be it's, a, it's an outdated kid's game. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, but the game was originally created by Adam Powell. I think it was in 1999, and he said that he mm-hmm. wanted to create November it as... 15th. Yeah, there you go. Wow. Um... And he originally created it, he said, as an outlet for college kids who miss their pets back home. And so they could have these Uh. virtual pets. And eventually the site grew into, obviously, it it became marketed towards kids. But I contend Mm -hmm. that the primary user base of the site now is people that were kids when the site first started and are now in adulthood. Wait, what's what's Adam Powell's deal with 
It's like, oh, uh, like, like you would think if it's for pets back home, it would be like a dog or a cat. Some Why? of these pets are fucked up looking. That's true. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be like, huh, you miss your cat? Well, here's like a fucking dragon. So the, I the mean, quote is, Powell stated the original goal was to, quote, keep university students entertained and possibly make some cash. And oh, <laughs> well, I guess he wasn't as interested in the pets aspect as I thought it was. <laughs> So I guess I, that explains the the NC cash and the <laughs> the huge monetization that comes with the site. That'll do it. So. Right, right, and not to, of course, you know, erase the women involved because Donna Williams was the the co-founder of of Neopets as well. And according yes. to the Wikipedia site, most of the users are female. Mm-hmm. I just saw that when you said uh, a women. Yeah, it's interestingly so I... <laughs> the uh, the demographics of Neopets are more sim is more similar to a social networking site than a massively multiplayer online role playing game. Okay, so this is going way off topic, but if it's a social networking driven like community. People have definitely met their like partners on this site. Oh yeah, there's. Like, I mean, we could find has... stories about that on the subreddit easily. Uh, okay, uh, I met my wife on Neopets. I'm just googling that. I'm just gonna see what comes up. While uh, Josiah is doing that, uh, Michael. Yep. Yeah, the the continue. second thing that came up is the subreddit. <laughs> just met, I told you, bro. Met, met my husband on Neopets, and the first result is a BuzzFeed news article that this couple who met on Neopets as children fell in love and got married. Wow. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I I did expect. I actually just went to the the actual Neopets.com site. For one, um, it is it does not appear to be a a secure website. But also, <laughs> I am surprised at how outdated the the design still is. I I, I assume that it would have been refreshed, given that it's you know still well, running. I mean, if Michael's point that it's it's a kids game that the people who play it are now the people that were kids when it came out, I don't know if they would want to change it because it's got like the nostalgia value, you know. Yep. It's all about the nostalgia. Like, it, like anybody, anybody playing fucking like RuneScape right now, like if they were like my age when I was a kid playing RuneScape, they don't ever like select the newest, best graphics of RuneScape. They're like, load up no. that old school blocky shit. That's what I was playing the game like, for. Diablo Diablo 2, oh, but in yes. the D3 engine, I don't think people would be down for that at all. Part of the allure mm. is that 2D atmosphere. Um, That's fair. Do you guys have accounts on the site? Did you make one in preparation for the podcast, or are you losers? I, uh, I'm a loser. Uh, <laughs> if I really wanted to try hard, I bet I could find my very old account, but I, I that would involve a lot of, like, sending emails to email accounts that don't exist anymore and hoping that they, right. like, <laughs> get forwarded back to my... It, it would be a whole... The email accounts that don't you... exist anymore is going to be a big part of our later story, <laughs> so keep that in mind. Let's, let's let you get on with your story and yeah. I'll stop uh, Googling shit. So, all right. I, I start off playing Neopets in like uh, eighth grade to freshman year, you know, and it, I was kind of like, I mean, I still am an immature kid, right? But I was an eighth grade immature kid at the time. So I was still really into Neopets and I was playing it all the time and um, lots, lots of good memories. You know, I remember before school waking up at 5 a.m. so that I could... Um, so that I could restock on Neopets, and I got this really cool item from restocking, and it was the first one I ever got, and I run in, and I, 
I'm like, holy crap, Dad, I got this item. I got a starry hissy morphing potion. And he's groggy, just waking up from his sleep. And he looks at me and he says, what the fuck are you talking about? Get out of my room. <laughs> <laughs> so from an early age, I realized that I, I, I'm i one of the few people interested in this website. And I probably shouldn't make it an aspect of my personality. But I, I've chosen to do it anyway. So... Boom. <laughs> <laughs> um, I always had trouble making Neopoints on the site, which is the main currency that governs the Neopian uh, market and their economy. Mm -hmm. um, and I always struggled to make Neopoints until I found out one secret to Neopets, and I, I consider this to be a secret, like a cheat code to life in general, is that if people like you, they'll give you free shit for fun. You know, <laughs> like if you're just like, if you make yourself a likable person that people want to be around, good things are going to happen. And so right, I did well, that. Let's not be unrealistic here. It's all, it's always worked for me. I would get free <laughs> shit all the time on Neopets. <laughs> <laughs> but so I'd, I'd be on the Neo boards and I'd just hang out and make friends. And I'd kind of play the like, oh, I'm just a kid. I don't really understand how to make Neo points and stuff. And then people would, be friends with me and they'd give me stuff and so i'd make neo points nice um, so you learned networking at an early age i did i learned networking at an early age so if you guys see me uh, at college i walk up to you and i'm like hey buddy how's it going what's up josiah what oh man i'm just such an idiot i don't know how to make any money don't pull twenty dollars out of your wallet and give it to me it's a ruse now has that ever worked in real life <laughs> not even not even once <laughs> no it's, it works all the time i'm down like a hundred dollars michael has pulled this on me so many times <laughs> I can't feed my fucking family. I'm a sneaky little bastard. I think it'll work again, too. Even with the warning, uh, Josiah is going to give me a 20. Oh, fuck. What's your Venmo? <laughs> <laughs> um, but eventually, I started making my own way on the site, you know, pulling myself up on my Neopian bootstraps. Um, and, like, a, and, like a good American. Like, like a, a good American. Like goddamn American. And, <laughs> and fighting the um, oligarchy of the Neopets market to try and make my own Neopoints. Um, and the yes. way that I did this was um, by restocking. Um, do you guys know what that is? No clue. No. So yeah, I, I, I probably knew it was ten years ago, but I yeah, do not know anymore. The concept may exist in other um, MMOs and stuff, but basically, um, items in the shops that aren't run by users but are run by AI, they always restock regardless of rarity at certain prices, right? Um, but as mm -hmm. you know, some items are more useful than others, some are more rare, some are more coveted. Um, and so mm. these items are worth more if you sell them to users than they're sold for in the shops. So the shops mm. restock randomly, and if you just refresh the page enough, eventually a bunch of items will appear. And if you're able to identify and quickly pick, haggle, and then buy the correct item, you can sell it for like 5 to 15 times what it sells for originally. So you're competing mm. with all the players on Neopets to get these items. And so it's right. it used to be pretty hard before the site was clocking 100 viewers a day. Um, but back in the day when I was restocking, it was difficult. But I started getting really good at it. You know, so I'd get these expensive items. I'd buy an item in the shop. I'd beat everyone. Um, and I'd buy it for 38,000 points and I'd sell it for 2 million. You know, so I was making a lot of money and I was becoming a good restocker. And I'd always put the exploits of my restocks on a basically a stickied board. <laughs> um, basically, 
uh, the neo boards are, as you'd expect, um, kind of the social media aspect of the site. Um, and there's okay. one board that people always start, which is called um, Restock Sniping Chat. So it's where restockers go to like basically brag about their winnings. So I'd always okay, post okay. on here, and um, I'd went, I I was winning a bunch of items, making a bunch of neo points. But then one day, it all changed forever. I was restocking, oh and I posted my win. I, I forget what it was exactly, but it was some kind of Drake Morphing Potion, which is worth like 8 million points, and I was excited, and I posted it online. Yeah. And everyone was like, hey, congrats. But I refreshed the page, and then I see it. The infamous You've Been Frozen from Neopets sign. Um, oh, no. Which means that I've been permanently banned on this account um, from accessing the site. And the kicker was that the thing I was banned for was auto buying, which is when you use what? a um, yeah, you use an AI like a program to to win items and restocking. Usually, when I got banned from Neopets, it was because I said swear words. Yeah, it was always slurs for me. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> A completely unrelated thing on Neopets. the on the Wikipedia page that I've wanted to bring up is uh, the Neopets like Wikipedia page is so boring. So it's funny hearing your dark side of it, because um, like the Wikipedia page it has notable events in Neopets history, and it's just two things. One of them is uh, just chat filters broken. And so from the 27th oh, to the 28th of June 2015, I remember that. <laughs> the chat filter. And so it's just like kind of the wild west of swear words. It was so bad. Yeah, but I, it was so bad. I want to hear more about this. So you got banned for the auto, for like the auto posting, but were you doing that or was no, it like? I was innocent and I, w- I don't think I was so good. I think the deal is that Neopets at this time, about 2014, 2015, kind of on their last leg like they have been for the past six years. Um, So they had a dwindling support team. My theory is that someone got jealous that I was winning these items that they were missing, and so they reported me. And then some lazy staff member just said, oh, that was a really fast buy. He must be a bot. Ban me for that. Because I'd miss items frequently. any appeal... Appeals process or anything that you could like the, get your account back or the appeals process was basically SOL. me emailing and saying, Can I get my account back? And they said, Fuck you, you auto buyer. <laughs> and <laughs> basically told me to suck their neopian dicks. That's what they did. Um, so now I, I could never get my account back. And at that point I was I was pissed, right? How and, how much how much how many neo points did you have on that account? It depends. It wasn't like a crazy amount. People what like in the rural world the complete free market of Neopets has resulted mm-hmm. in a ridiculous um, consolidation of capital on this site. Um, so right now, players are like multi-billionaires, you know? Sure. The, the top one person of Neopets has like two, three billion Neopoints. I was never anywhere near that. Now, how in much does heyday, uh, a gu- guillotine cost in Neo? In Neo- <laughs> <laughs> I actually got, I got a chat warning the other day because I posted, some guy was like, reseller buying with 2.3 billion neo points and i commented eat the rich down with the bougie <laughs> and they, they chat banned me because they said i was threatening him <laughs> so and there's no proletariat uprising on neopets I'm i wanna i wanna see the overthrow of of neopian uh, capitalism yeah i do too unfortunately i think the closest we've ever sorry. gotten to a group- yeah yeah sorry there's a sorry we have an air horn whenever someone says capitalism it, it's you know, Oh, capitalism. It comes up a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
gonna drop it in quite a bit. I, um, I was gonna say, uh, Jared hasn't been going as heavy on the uh, on the uh, soundboard as he usually does. I'm kind of surprised. <laughs> I'm saving it. I'm saving. He's it. too gripped. Okay. He's gripped by the narrative. Yeah. Honestly, Sorry, I'm yeah. I'm really you know all it ears. It is my seat. I, I keep I keep. Z track, yeah, like getting us off track. I'm sorry, I'm gonna <laughs> no, mute myself. Okay. Keep talking. <laughs> so, but so was was this the first account that you had banned? That was my first account ever, and it okay, was banned. so that was, it was like, like, like a... three or four years. Could, could you yeah. say the name of the account? Is it like infamous enough that like Neopets people would like listen to this podcast and be like, "Oh my god, it's that guy"? No, I wish. I wish I never quite I never quite got there, and part of the reason why is because ne- Neopets is pretty clicky. You establish a reputation quickly, and I open the story up with I used to basically just be nice to people and act like a kid, so they'd give me stuff, you know. So wait, that- wait, wait. So you were <laughs> posing as a child online? No, I kind of was a child, but I'd act like I'd act like my ignorance was a result of me being a child and not a result of my ignorance ignorance you know what i mean or my laziness rather so i'd be like i'm just new at the game you know not like hey i'm eight years old please give me stuff like Like, that's not the deal fucking catfishing over here (laughs) 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 if there's anyone who deserves i don't know what to do mister (laughs) (laughs) when does catfishing become a sting operation man because if you're getting catfished (laughs) by an (laughs) eight-year-old then i think you got bigger problems (laughs) No, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. He went on the date. Was... <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> no, yeah, this is going down a bad path. I do like the idea though of you like meet up with me, and then they like go into wherever it is, and then you show up, and you're like, you just tried to meet up with an eight year old, and like confront him. My name's Chris Hansen. <laughs> Black blackmailed him for Neopets items. <laughs> That's how I made my fortune. Look, now. you can hand over the account or you can go to jail. <laughs> the dude's just like, fuck yeah, take it. I just made it three months ago. Like, I don't, it's fine. <laughs> but now I, I earned my Neopets initially the, the fair and square way of just cozying up to people until they give me their stuff. Um, yeah, like like a red-blooded American. <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, for that reason, I was ass. never a popular user, really. Okay, all right. So, so how do, how does this get into the into the the nitty gritty, the world of crime? It gets there pretty fast. So after my initial account was banned, um, I didn't know what to do. I actually had a friend of mine from Neopets a long time ago, old friend um, named Pradic. I had him on Facebook, and he messaged me in real life, i.e., on Facebook. So he messaged me on Facebook off Neopets, and he's like, "Dude, why'd your account get banned?" And I, I told him, dude, I got fucked over. I didn't auto-buy. And he's like, yeah, that's why my accounts keep getting banned, too. And then the next message he sent was a link to an underground Neopets black market. And he said, just buy a shell account. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. It's, it's my descent into the Neopets underground. Um, so a shell account is... I mean, basically like a shell corporation. It's an aged Neopets account. Um, so it'll be anywhere from like six months to 12 years old. And it'll be mm-hmm. basically completely empty. And so you mm-hmm. buy these accounts for about 75 cents and you can use them for whatever. Most people use them to auto buy as like a, a hub for illicit Neopets operations. I just wanted another account. So I bought this account 
And it's supposed to be empty, but the first thing I did was check the safety deposit box, which is where you can, like, basically put the items that you think are valuable and you want to hide away, wait until they accrue more value. And I looked in there, and as it turns out, the original owner of this account had put away quite a few items that at the time were worthless, but are now worth, like, 5 million Neo points each. So oh I start, God, I start pulling these out, and the first thing I do, because I'm the stupidest young man alive, I think, ha, I'm going to go post about this on the restocking <laughs> chat um, board. Because that's, that's worked out so yeah. well for you. Yeah. And I thought I, was, I thought I was a genius because I came up with my backstory. I was like, guys, my account got banned, but I talked I talk to the Neopets support team and they gave me access to my 12-year-old account from when I was a little kid. Isn't that amazing? And I posted that and they were like, oh, yeah, congrats, Michael. That's awesome. Um, but then the next thing I posted was, oh, look at the cool stuff I found in my safety deposit box. And it was like 30 million Neo points worth of stuff. <laughs> and I knew I had fucked up when everyone in the chat started responding with the fish emoji. And I was like, fuck. Fuck does that even mean? Something smells fishy. That's sketchy. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. And so... It, I st- I tried to explain myself. I was like, guys, really? I just I just I found it in my box, and they were like, I'm pretty sure you just bought a shell account. <laughs> I, re- I, re- I refreshed the page, and I'm frozen again <laughs> on this new account. <laughs> and at that point, so you I lost was, all that stuff. <laughs> yep, lost all that stuff too. And at that point, I didn't even contact support because I knew how guilty I was. I was like, fuck it, I'm just gonna get involved in the well, Neopets underground. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, kind of had that one coming. Like a Scorsese yeah. movie. <laughs> I was corrupted. This is well, uh, I mean you you broke the first rule of crime, right? Like if you're going to do crime, don't, you know, tell people about it. Don't go well, post on the crime forum. That's the thing too is that that's like the most classic Oh yeah, they bought a shell account story. Like who the fuck like gets their account frozen and then ten minutes later has access to a twelve year old account with thirty million neo points and items. Like And why would they give you access to the old account, right? Yeah. Why hadn't I tried to look that up before and get access to it? I, it's there's a whole number of plot holes that I just didn't consider because I was excited about being a rich, fancy Neopian for once. Um, and how but, how old were you? When when you did this, at like this when all time, this was going down, it's probably the tail end of my freshman year at that point of of high school oh, or college. Yes, of high okay. school. Of high okay. school. <laughs> <laughs> Six months ago, I got banned, and I've been, <laughs> I've been committing crimes ever my since. PhD, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of expecting you to be like, "Yeah, I was twenty when this happened." <laughs> <laughs> no, I like to think I'd be a little bit smarter about it if I. And I mean, I, I, I was once I started getting involved in the underground. Oh, right? man. So let's let's hear more about that. The underground. The underground. Oh, man. The underground. There's, there's so much so much to talk about. There's I just, was expecting like an audio cue when you said underground. I, was, I, I thought he was going to bust it out, too, yeah. on the underground. I just got to keep you guys guessing. Okay, so um, the only currency on Neopets, which makes it pretty simple, that you can use to buy stuff from users is Neopoints. And uh, there are three main ways to sell items on Neopets. You can sell them on the trading post, where you offer item for item. um, And you can add Neopoints to sweeten the deal. You can sell them via auction, where you trade item for Neopoints. Or you can sell them via shop, where you can stock your shop and design it, um, and then sell, again, items for Neopoints. So the way that people were taking advantage in terms of 
I, I'm not sure that I'd call item selling taking advantage so much as just um, your basic virtual um, item sales. You know, I mean, this right. happens in World of Warcraft. This happens in Diablo 3. It happens in Fallout. Uh, basically, any massive online multiplayer game is going to have a market where people break the terms of service to make real-world profit off of in-game actions. And so mm-hmm. that's that's probably the base level of the underground Neopets black market. Um, mm. And that's when I initially started getting involved in, um, because I just create an account and accrue some wealth and then sell the items um, for real-world cash. Um, but there were others on the site that made money in a different way. Dun, dun, dun. I have my own sound. <laughs> I was going to say, I have my own soundboard. It's called my mouth. <laughs> so, um, but some people on the Neopets black market would sell um, uh, two different types of accounts. They'd sell active and inactive accounts. Now, um, active accounts, I won't talk too much about because they got pretty quickly when I was there, within maybe six months of my involvement on this Neopets market, mm-hmm. active accounts were no longer allowed to be sold. And I, I never... Legit, I never sold or bought active accounts because active accounts are accounts where people are currently playing on them and people get access to the um, account information and sell that account. Um, oh, so this is so, this is like people stealing accounts and yeah, this is not people, just like you created an account and then yeah, oh yeah, people it. would sell accounts they created, but the vast majority of accounts um, were inactive. Some people sold mm. active accounts. But these are generally sleazeballs because, like, all joking aside, people spend real money um, on Neocash, which is the monetized currency in the game we talked about earlier. Mm -hmm. Um, And they spend real money to build up their account. And then for someone to get into that account and then sell it themselves and steal it from that person is, I mean, an ultra dick move. And to be fair, the forum I was on um, very quickly ended up banning the practice both for moral reasons and practical reasons, because there's really no way to hide that you stole an account when the original owner has all their, like, sign-up information, and they can just say, hey, my account got stolen, and get it frozen. So it just made for really bad business, and it made for even worse ethics. I like Um, that there's, like, a mafia code behind the Meopets black market. Oh my god. We'll get into that, because there's a mafia code, but there was a mafia leader basically, on the site that I was oh. on. And he was an absolute character. <laughs> yeah, but so the other type of accounts that people would sell are, in my view, uh, much more ethically justifiable. Um, I also never really got involved in this part of it, but I had lots of friends that did. Um, these are um, inactive accounts. So in order for an account to be inactive, there has to have been no activity on the account for 360 days or more. So someone had to have been off the site and never logged into the account um, for 360 days or so um, in order um, for it to be classified as inactive. And it's kind of clever, honestly. I I don't think it's possible anymore because they patched it. But the way that people would get access to inactive accounts had to do with unregistered emails. Um, So... Hmm. Uh, basically, Neopets um, never purges the name of the email associated with the creation of an account. And mm-hmm. this this email can be used and you can submit your email and they'll send you a list of the usernames associated with the account. And if you have access to the email, um, then you can use that 
list of usernames to use the usernames to um, request the passwords. And so then you have both the username and the password for an account. Um, but while Neopets doesn't purge emails off its server, Yahoo, Gmail, and Hotmail do. After so long of inactivity, the email is purged and no longer exists, which means that oh, it is creatable once more. Oh. So yeah, yeah. So that's people would really would, brilliant, actually. right? So people would create these unregistered emails, and then once they verified that that is actually an account, uh, an email that was used for Neopets, um, they'll then request the username and request the password, and they have access to this account that's long. Its original user is likely long, long gone. Um, because if it's an unregistered email, then not only the account, but also the email has been inactive for 180 to 360 days or more. I bet this happened to my old Neopets account. May have. But if you know what the old email is and it's unregistered, then you may be able to just create the account. So oh, brilliant. sell it. Yeah, then you could sell it. I don't it. think I was ever good enough cents, at bro. Neopets to yeah, You can make dollars. You got yourself a <laughs> shell account right there, bro. <laughs> That's basically what people would sell on the site okay. is um, active were, were for a while any, and then inactive accounts. Were there was that like the main method of, of hacking accounts or were there others as well that, that were that was, regular use? <laughs> so that was the main method. There was, um, oh man, if I could remember the website, I'd send it to you guys privately um, just so you can look at it for just fascination purposes. But for a while, there was a website where hackers who had accessed old websites um, dumped all of their information. Um, so using this website, you could straight up look at look up a username and then it'll mm -hmm. show you the password and the date of birth for that account. And then people would take those accounts. And so that flooded the market with inactive and active accounts and really prompted the banning of active accounts um, because too many people were just very obviously looking for people on the Neo boards with lots of money and then stealing their account, you know? Right. Um, yeah. Well, and so, so there was, is this, is this at all connected to the, the data breach, the 2016 data breach that Neopets? This, this I underwent? think was in 2016. Um, so that's probably what happened is that it was released yeah, on this lo site. Login data of 70 or yeah, 70 million Neopet accounts was stolen containing usernames, passwords, email addresses, birth dates, IP addresses, and PIN numbers. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it turns out this information was being stored in plain text by Neopets. Oh my God. <laughs> that's just classic Neopets, isn't it? Oh my God. Fucking idiots, bro. Beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, and I, I don't I don't fault them. Like, who would think, oh, there's going to be a massive online demand for selling Neopets accounts for real money? Like, it doesn't, need, it doesn't seem like you'd want to secure it that much. But they need Fair, to. Fair, but I mean, any anytime you've got passwords, email addresses, birth dates, all yeah. identifiable information, that's a... That's a pretty major lapse, especially when, you know, th that's just standard security practices. By know, 2016. Encrypting. Too. Right, in 2016. This is, not, <laughs> this is not like Bush era <laughs> hacking. This is like. No. <laughs> Trump, yeah. Trump was elected president the same year. That son of a bitch. Related? <laughs> I think so. There it is. There it is. <laughs>
Um, you gotta so, so tell us about the world of the black market now that we got the kind of uh, the economy understood. So um, one of, one of the big things I think accounts are probably the biggest seller, but the second biggest seller was unconverted neopets. Um, so at some point, neopets like a religious cha- thing or <laughs> yeah, yeah, they've not. Um... Yeah, pa- pagan neopets. <laughs> <laughs> They haven't yeah. been circumcised they've yet. Not, they've not succumbed to the great Neopian religion yet and accepted the one true oneness of the universe, which is, right. you know, whatever. Um, but Neopets underwent a long, long time ago, like maybe 2004, I think. I don't know. But they underwent a massive art style change in how they drew the pets themselves. And you had the option, if you had one of these unconverted pets, to press the button and get it the new art style. 99% mm-hmm. of people did because it's the new thing, but some people didn't. And so there are still pets around today that are from that era and have that Ooh. old art style. And that makes wow. them that makes them exceedingly valuable. Um, and so, yeah, and so people would sell some of these pets, I swear, go for 200 to $300 or more. Um, just that one pet. <laughs> um, Man. Yeah. So they, um, they sell pretty well, um, but there was some sketchy characters that came up in the pet scene, and most of them had a big hand in, um, in pet gambling which was a practice that was eventually banned on this underground site. Is this like the, the Neopets version of dog fighting? <laughs> I, w- I wish, bro. There There is a battle dome on the actual Neopets site where you can like have your Neopets fucking fight each other. I, and there's historically, there's some funny in-game events that have happened as a result of that system. Um, I, I huh. have, yeah, I remember that game. That's one of the only things I remember from it because I was in this ongoing cycle where that was my favorite part of Neopets, but then I would be bummed out when my pet died in the Battle Dome. <laughs> there Gladiator <was> a... <laughs> style. <laughs> so um, Battle Dome items cost a lot of money and they're one of the items that sell well on the black market. Some Battle Dome items cost millions of points, but there are some Battle Dome items that cost billions of points. But um, one of the most expensive items in the game is the um, Eraser of the Dark Fairy. And this item is not an offensive item. It doesn't do any damage to your opponent, but it's not defensive either. It has one use. You use the item one time and it disappears. But what it does is when you use it in the Battle Dome against another player on the site, it deletes a random item off of their equipped items. (laughs) So people... (laughs) People were saving up for months and months, maybe even years, to get one Eraser of the Dark Fairy, and then getting a rich player to fight them, and then pressing that button and deleting a billion Neopoint item off the other person's inventory. (laughs) (laughs) And so, it became such a problem that they retired the item, and I don't think it's even functional anymore, because, like, people were getting pissed. Like, they spend a year trading to get the best weapon in the game, and some jackass deletes it. (laughs) By pressing a button but during that's a fight. Hilarious. Some, some Neopet terrorist just yeah. goes in. <laughs> and that if there's anything that could constitute a class rebellion on Neopets, it would be the resurgence of this particular weapon and its <laughs> That's that's <laughs> the guillotine. Yeah, that's the guillotine. Um but so that's this one big thing about the battle dome that always cracked me up. And so uh what were we talking about? Oh, pet gambling. So basically, yeah. um I was friends with this guy. I think I think his name was um, 
Pollock, something like that. I'm, I'm glad I'm fucking up the name because I wouldn't want to say it if I knew it. Um, so Talik, um, he ran one of these gambling services. So basically he had like hundreds of unconverted pets and you'd pay $20 and you'd get a random pet. He said he used a random number generator to do it. And this went on for a while. And the dude, according to him, he told me he made like $2,500 or more off of selling these pets. So he was making buku bucks. But the thing is that most unconverted pets aren't worth more than 5 to $10. Um, there's yeah. just a few that are, are super rare and just coveted cool pets, basically, that people really want that are worth a lot right. of money. So he just did like a lottery system for it? Yeah, but, but what happened was eventually people started posting complaints. They'd be like, hey, I've used this service nine times and I've gotten $4 pets every time. What's the deal? And as it turns out, the dude wasn't doing an RNG system and he didn't even have any of the expensive pets. He was just charging people 20 bucks on the dream of getting a better pet. <laughs> and then he was giving them shitty pets. <laughs> so there was an announcement and once again, the mafia leader decided, no, you, there's no, there can be no element of randomness. And the shit that you guys are selling, because I can't trust people to do it right. <laughs> let's let's hear a little bit about this mafia leader. Yeah, let's hear about the the figures of the Neopets black market. God. The mafia. All right. So I told you. <laughs> That's, That's not good. even like a. All right. <laughs> it's not aliens. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> they were basically aliens. <laughs> that was easy. Shut up. I hate your soundboard so much. <laughs> do you want do you want to switch to my soundboard? I can do all the same sounds. I Um But so I, I told you about Pollock. Um but the guy who was basically the mafia leader, let me think of a name for him. Patchwork Stevens. I'll call him Patchwork Stevens. Um and so I, I mean, this guy, oh, he was an enigma, bro. He used, so he used for his avatar, um, he used a, the picture of Tyler Durden from Fight Club smoking two cigarettes at the same time. Oh my God. And of course he did. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but at the time, what a when I was a sophomore, I thought this is the epitome of cool. This guy's, <laughs> and I, you know, I, I say a lot in the capitalist hellscape that we exist in almost <laughs> I was just waiting for it <laughs> in this world we live in almost every job if you reduce it enough it seems absurd you know it's absurd what people do just to simply survive but something strikes me as particularly absurd about a man in his 30s to 40s who's making like maybe tens of thousands of dollars a month off of fucking Neopets, you know? <laughs> he was doing what and, to them now? Uh, uh, <laughs> off of goddamn Neopets. Um, <laughs> and and this dude, I mean, he was making so much money. It's hard to say exactly what he had a hand in, but um, I'd hypothesize he runs most of the standalone Neopets instant sale websites. Oh my god. So, like, the neopoints.in, like, that site, mm -hmm. um, there's, like, a bunch of clones. Buyneopoints.org, probably uh, neopetsitems.com, any variation you can imagine probably exists. And they make yeah. 
solid money. You know, I, I mean, I was, I was involved in the maintenance of one of those websites. I paid in $250 a month to contribute to site maintenance and upkeep and such. Um, and the site was pulling in, um, about, uh, $750 to $1,000 a month, which, which now I got when, a small When you say of. you were involved in the maintenance, what does that mean exactly? Um, he, he hired me because he wanted me to write copy for the website and kind of just okay. advise him generally on how to market it. And that's, I mean, that's what I do for money now. I'm a, I'm a freelance copywriter, so I write mm-hmm. content and do um, search engine optimization and advertising and stuff like that for companies. Yeah. So um, I, I eventually stopped getting involved because I, I, I got the feeling that he didn't actually need $250 a month from me, but he just kind of wanted $250 a month. For Wait, me. you were paying him? Uh, yeah, I was paying him in exchange for a portion of the profits from the site. So I made an overall profit, but I get the feeling he didn't need to charge me that much to be to be part of the team here. Wait. You know? It, it like, is important before we shame Michael too much to remember he is like a sophomore in high school in this. Well, okay. and, and also, fair, most in the way it was explained to me, and I think he was scamming a bit, but it's it, it makes a little bit of sense. I was functioning as a partner for the website. So, like, because I'm taking a share of the profits, um, when the profits go up, I make more money, and when the profits go down, I don't make as much money. It made sense right. that I contribute um, to the upkeep of the site. So, like, we were running the site together was the deal. Um, mm. But I, y- you are right that from now on, I'm not going to pay anyone to employ me. That seems pretty fucking stupid. That's smart. It's my general policy is I don't pay anyone even a cent in order for me to work for them. (laughs) You know, that is that is such a great policy to have. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But anyway, um, Patchwork Stevens ran lots of these sites um, and he never used unregistered emails. Um, My theory is that he gained access to all of the accounts on Neopets. using something called an SQL injection point. Uh, do you guys know what that is? No clue. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you want to explain it? You can probably articulate it better than me. I promise I can't. I know <laughs> kind of what it is. I assume that okay. it's, you know, just <clears throat> writing SQL commands into their database through some sort of vulnerability. But It's nerd uh, shit. I got it. Yeah. Basically, yeah, ba- databases are built. Most databases are built on a language called SQL or SQL. And, uh, I mean, apparently Neopets was on a text file, so (laughs) So they would have just had the name stored as a name instead of being uh, either hashed or salted um, and thus, like, encrypted. Oh, okay. But... Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, and so if on Neopets, if you knew what you were doing and you found the right um, non-URL injection point, um, you could drop in code that would dump the entire database um, and then you'd be able to just export that selection of text and then you'd have a file with all the usernames or passwords or what have you all the accounts in the game um and yeah, so and my if they'd th- done their uh if they'd done security right those passwords you know should have been encrypted but it sounds yeah. like no <laughs> oh yeah it's now a, a lot of the stuff i'm talking about like i said just violates the terms of service um using an right. sql injection point on a website it is a felony in all 50 states it's something you, can't, <laughs> you just you shouldn't be doing it it's a bad idea but because patchwork stevens i theorize he probably did this um or knew someone that did he had access to every item in the game if he wanted to sell something he would but he 
and this is how I know that the dude was making fucking bank off of goddamn Neopets.com, is he never sold items on the website I used on this forum. Mm -hmm. He never had a selling or advertising page, and yet he was somehow making enough money Mm -hmm. to pay for the upkeep and the advertisements and everything for the entire forum, which tells me he had some ulterior way of unloading the infinite number of items he had. And my theory is it's probably um, a bunch of these websites you see are probably run by the same guy. Like, to give you an idea for how big of a deal an SQL injection point would be, I had um, one of the big guys on the website message me and told me, um, hey, if you end up ever finding a suitable SQL injection point, I'll, I'll pay you five grand for access to it. And hmm. I, at the time, I was like, holy shit, should I commit this felony? But I eventually decided, first, I don't know how to find an SQL injection point, and I don't know anything about them. And second, I don't <laughs> right. want to go to prison. So I decided... <laughs> To respectfully decline his his invitation, um, but that's <laughs> yeah, that's probably should, wise. That should illustrate how uh, how profitable it could be if you had access to all of the accounts that um, the right SQL point would give you. So, Jesus. Patchwork Stevens ran ran this Neopets site like what's a suitable example? There's not one. He ran the site like he was the only person in charge of a Neopets black market. <laughs> you know. Um, and so he made a lot of the decisions, and there was a surprisingly small amount of drama involving this guy because no one questioned him because he seems to have had access to everything in the game. Maybe he was like a man on the inside. Maybe he was. Maybe he Maybe- actually worked at Neopets. Yo, what if he was Adam? He was Adam <laughs> Powell. <laughs> Adam wanted to make one final buku bucks off his website before you he know. Left. Maybe he just wasn't making enough, and uh, I, you know, he he sold the majority shares way back in the early two thousands. No, actually, I think even in the it was either the year two thousand or it was late nineteen ninety nine when they sold off, but to investors. But but they lost majority shares of the company then, so. You know, this might be his, so uh, this his is way to get Ad- back at it. Adam going rogue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like this conspiracy theory. I, Maybe I like, it's Donna, too. I'm here I, yeah. for uh, well, both I of mean, them together. I think they probably are working together at that point, yeah. I'm going to message Patchwork Stevens and ask him if he's Adam. He's got to tell me. It's like the law enforcement. If you ask him if they're an undercover cop, they got to tell you. It's in the right, Constitution. Right. So I'm going to do the same yeah. thing. If he's Adam, he's got to tell me. That's the rule. Do it. Do it. <laughs> it's always, always good to get you know people working illegally to, to reveal their secret identities. <laughs> yeah. So how, how deep did you go? So you helped yeah. manage the website. You did some copywriting for him. Um, and I only... I only helped that guy out for about a month or so. Um, okay. To be clear, um, and I managed the website. I basically managed the search engine optimization. Like I wrote, I wrote his copy and rewrote some of the product descriptions, and then I yeeted sure. out after a month when I realized I was being scammed. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, and we've got a question for you. So we are offering a paid position at Very Legal, Very Cool, where you could get a stake in the company to uh, write some tweets and edit some episodes. And it would only cost you about 500 a month. <laughs> oh, that sounds like a good deal. I'm in. 
and and we, you would get a cut of all the profits that we make. So from our Patreon, <laughs> if we had a good month, you know, you you bring in a few more dollars. It, <laughs> well, now let's not be uh, let's not go crazy, but you know, you you could make a couple dollars. But my, Michael bursts out of the very legal, very cool studio and goes like, "Hey, man, there's some people in there that'll pay you if you talk into their can. They'll give you a shiny nickel." <laughs> Mom, mom, I got a job. <laughs> it's only gonna cost me two hundred bucks a month this time. <laughs> Five hundred. Right, that's fair. That's fair. It's a premium service. <laughs> oh my god. Um. So so, so how, yeah. Let's let's like get to the the climax of your story. I suppose. What's how far? How deep did you get in? Man, I, now now you got me thinking there might not be a climax. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I view this more as a series of vignettes. <laughs> I, I would really, really like you to incriminate yourself somehow on this podca- podcast. I will not. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote a note to myself and stickied it on my computer. It says, do not incriminate self on podcast." <laughs> Every time I think I'm going to say me did something illegal, I read it and I say, oh. (laughs) Before I say something, I think to myself, would a smart person say this? And if the answer is no, then I don't say it. Smart, smart. (laughs) Um, But I, I think, honestly, some of my biggest money came from writing the Neopian Times articles. I made a, a lot of money off that, you know, and I think that probably has something to do with the type of demographic that is a still playing Neopets um, right. and b looking to buy Neopets items with real money because I get the feeling that 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 cross section, um, the center of that Venn diagram, will be people with substantial free time and a disposable income. Um, yeah, I mean, you've already yeah. got a good amount of money if you're willing to spend any of it. Mm-hmm. On Neopets, like I, I agree, yeah. And so so you know, so that's 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 my take. That's my final take on this is that uh, Neopets black market is actually a form of class warfare because <laughs> you're conning a bunch of rich brats out of their money. <laughs> well, this I I do a li- I want to talk a little bit about the ethics of all of this. Oh, so no. yeah, this is the uh, this is the intervention. This is the Nuremberg <laughs> trial section of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if if somebody's account is technically inactive, you know, y- you can you can argue that there's, you know, no harm done, maybe. <clears throat> but I don't know what 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 is the justification for for taking somebody's account for profit like that? So even if they aren't technically using it, I think a really first an, an illustrative example before we hop into the actual philosophy and ethics behind it, which I think. I think we can definitely do, given the background of the people on this podcast. Uh, <laughs> Notoriously unethical. Yeah, well, well, yeah, wasting liberal arts degrees talking about stupid shit online. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but I think... Let's be honest, this is the most anyone's ever used a liberal arts degree for. Yeah, That's this true. is my peak. It's all downhill from here. <laughs> um, but uh, one time I had, um, I had bought... One of the only times I ever did it, and this is the reason why, I had bought an inactive account from someone, and I, I, I was going to use it, but then I decided, no, I can't get back into the site now that I know that half the people on here are just buying items and then bragging about it. 
and how wealthy they are on the Neo boards. Um, so I, I decided I was going to resell the account, and I advertised it, and I advertised just enough details to not, you know, tip tip everyone's hat as to what the account was and get it banned, um, but mm -hmm. to let them know what the account was. And I got a message from someone that said urgent on it, and it was this woman, and she was like, hey, that's my account. I left it years ago, and I've been looking for it, and someone said, I may find it here, and Jesus Christ, I did. And I asked her for identifying information, and yeah, it was totally her account. So I gave her the username and password, and then I was like, let, let, let me Venmo you five bucks or something just for the for the annoyance, you know what I mean? Sorry your uh, account got taken. And so, just to kind of that, pad my own ethical back here. I, I was going to say, right. that is, that is, uh, that is like karma. the... Uh, the chilling end of the story. I think that's the that's the yeah. redemption arc moment. Yeah. That's the uh, yeah yeah. It's, I I never I never wanted. We to did take it. You're a good person. Yeah, I'm like, you guys. Can I? Can we just take five minutes to talk about what a good person I am? Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, let's let's just do that. Um, but no. So I think aside from that sort of obvious, yeah, that that'd be fucked up to keep that account. I think one of the things for me was um, you would know if an account that was inactive was being reclaimed again. Um, if someone logged, I, I never changed the passwords on my inactive account. Some people accounts, some people did. I didn't like to because I had the email anyway. So, but if someone ever logged into those accounts, I think it would be pretty easy for me to be like, oh yeah, the original owner's back, that's their account. As for the efficacy in general, that's probably a more complicated discussion. Does it even constitute stealing? And it might constitute stealing if it's an account that no one's accessed in several years. The recidivism well, rate for like Neopets. This, like, I think of it like this. Like, I own things that I haven't touched in years, right? And if somebody walked up and decided, hey, you know, you're not using it, I'll take it. I'd still be pretty pissed because, you know, that's my thing. Yeah. I can't have that thing. Well, and I, I think that's a bit of a, a disexample um, or a, a mis misanalogy, whatever the term is. Um, because I think that the key indicator here, too, is that not just the account was unused, but the email had also been inactive for like over a year. Well, that's so not always the case, though, right? Yeah, it, it had to have been the case in order for an unregistered email to work. I guess my, my take on it comes from more like... Um, I don't know, like, kind of, I hinted at the beginning saying Neopets is kind of uh, nostalgia-oriented uh, mm -hmm. as an entity. And so I was just thinking of it from the perspective of, like, I haven't logged on to RuneScape since, oh, God, you know, 20-something, 2011-something. Sure. I don't know. But I the other day, Kayla, like, my brother and I were talking about it, and I was like, fuck what is what is it i was like drunkenly trying to like figure out my old runescape uh you know like password and it wasn't really because i wanted to play the game as much as it was just kind of like a weird nostalgia thing um and so the one thing i would say about the inactive account thing is is i don't know about the ethics inherently there but you are kind of stripping that ability to have a nostalgic moment from someone I don't know. Right. That's that's yeah. my yeah. No, that's I, that's you know, I, I think it still holds. You know, even even though the email itself is inactive too. You know, it can be multiple years between. But again, it, it is still their account, right? No mm. matter whether they use it or if the email they have connected to it is still active, it it 
they still <clears throat> own that account and it's still for many people uh, a pretty like josiah said a pretty nostalgic thing that you know they they may want to jump back on, on and look at down the road or but but that's irrelevant because it's you know at the end of the day it's their account and it's not yeah no whoever that's, else's I mean, account that's true and that's probably one of the reasons i only ever bought or sold one inactive account and i ended up giving it back to an owner that requested it um right it's because it's less of a moral gray area and more of just immoral but i think the points Which i generally like... bring up have to do more with uh mitigation of risk um, than the actual efficacy of the action itself. Um, because to me, if someone, if Josiah, if I had been more involved in selling inactive accounts and I got into your account um, and you tried to log in, it would ask you um, your username and password, but it would also ask you your birthday that you used to sign up um, onto the original account with. And if that is congruent with your current birthday, then that makes sense. And what you'll get is a, you'll get an error that that's the wrong, um, that's the wrong password if the password was changed. Um, mm. but I think that most people that want that nostalgia back would probably figure, oops, I must have forgot the password or something and email support. And at that point, support would probably freeze the account and try and figure out who the original owner is. So I think that if someone comes back to an inactive account, it very quickly ends up going back into their hands again. Mm. Um, which again, Are you an avid Neopets user? Have you tried to use your inactive account? Drop us a line. We'd love to hear your story. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I, and I, I think that's probably, there's probably tons of stories of that sort of thing happening. And I think in most cases, the person is going to be able to reclaim the account. If for no other reason, then um, I wouldn't be able to tell you what month or what season the account was created in. The original user would know that. Um, they would probably know if there were any NC cash purchases on the account. I wouldn't know that. And so if, if yeah. someone returned for that nostalgia, one of the mitigating factors to that turning from like a, an abstract ethical quandary to becoming a literal um, effectual wrong on someone else is that someone is likely to be able to reclaim that account almost immediately. Mm. Um, but again, right. the, you know, ethical, you... the ethical question is one of the reasons I, I didn't actually do the accounts very much. Well, for sure. Well... Uh, so I guess or I think this seems like we're we're reaching the end of the content section. What do you guys think? Yeah, unless you guys have any more questions, things you want to hear about. Well, uh, I think we're we're about a bit over an hour in right now, so because our end segments end up taking like a half hour, so right, right. So we've still got you know the podcast is just starting. <laughs> okay, but no, that's fascinating. I've you know, I played like Webkins way back when. I played Eve Online in high school, and <clears throat> a few other games like that. And I never actually played Neopets, but this has been a a fascinating insight into the you know mafia esque crime world that surrounds it. So so yeah, thank it, you for that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's it's a it's a fun site. Um, after our Nuremberg trial, do you guys think I should probably catch a flight to Venezuela or, or what? <laughs> Almost certainly. <laughs> you guys think you I are... should kind of yeet out of here? <laughs> <laughs> you are a hundred percent on death row. You know, that's, Damn that's it. definitely what happened with a lot of those ex neo pet black market people is they started hiding <laughs> in Argentina. Uh, <laughs> Argentina just has a ton of neo pets players for no reason. I, mean, I wouldn't be surprised if some of them were on the run for largely unrelated offenses. I knew a guy I talked on Skype with from the site 
that actually did time because he um, they, they caught him on hacking a government server because he was an employee at like some government office and he opened up a computer and started downloading files. Um, ah, so there were, no, there were some sketch, sketchy fellas on this black market, you know. <laughs> Surprise! You, you, you tend to get that in black markets. <laughs> <laughs> that it's the demographic, I suppose. And that demo, that that demographic is just people who do crime. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, Michael. Nice. Well, we have we have uh, finished the content section, uh, and we're and on to the essay portion. On, on to the. <laughs> Yeah, on to the quiz. (laughs) All right. Uh, So we're going on to uh, advertise our Patreon. This is our Patreon. Uh, You got to give us an ad for our Patreon. Oh, I can do that. Wait, you guys can cut stuff out if it sucks, right? Nope. Nope. Thank God. Um, Join this Patreon. Monthly pictures of Josiah and Swimsuit Magazine regalia. You'll get... (laughs) Access to back rubs whenever you want it from both hosts of the podcast. And if you, you know have a name, <laughs> damn it, you got me. I don't, I forgot it. I forgot it halfway through the podcast and I've not had to say your name yet. So <laughs> we'll keep it that way. Podcast host number two and podcast host number one, Josiah, will give you monthly back rubs if you join the Patreon. And you know what? As an added bonus, if you have a Neopets item you've always really wanted, I'll get you that item. You join this Patreon. God damn it. I'm gonna be like, we're gonna get like a twenty t- like a twenty dollar tier subscriber and I'm gonna be stuck digging around at the goddamn Neopets black market <laughs> for some <laughs> We're we're like just a couple less episodes away from becoming both a black market and a brothel. <laughs> yeah, we didn't even get into the Neopets brothels. Let me tell you. That. Oh man, those brothels get crazy. Half the Neopets are goddamn snakes and dinosaurs. Terrible brothels. Terrible blowjobs. <laughs> but you can get all this and more if you just subscribe to the Patreon. Frankly, I think you're you're committing a moral, ethical wrong if you don't subscribe to the Patreon. All I'm I think so. so. What I are you going to say if you don't subscribe? Oh, I was just following orders? No, that doesn't <laughs> yeah. work. I, I don't want to hear nothing about, about, oh, the coronavirus, I don't have any money. No, come on. No, don't bring any excuses around here. <laughs> Nah, I'm just, I'm just kidding. If you don't have any money, you can just donate five bucks and we'll let you keep listening. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to work for the show. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be a hilarious Patreon tier. Like an absurdly <laughs> high one where you get to, like, help write the show. <laughs> you just, like, get access to our Twitter account. I love that. That's Starting- something to consider. Starting today, as a result of the national coin shortage, the Patreon is accepting only cashier's checks. You can make that out to cash. Thank you. We are only <laughs> accepting gold. Gold <laughs> bullion. Gold and silver IRAs are all we want this year. Uh, Jared, so, we have to make a decision on the air real quick. Did, mm-hmm. did you, do you know if... Uh, oh, wait, I can see it too. Did we get anybody to renew their Patreon? Um, well, I don't... Oh, one person canceled. Who was it, we, Ross? We've only got two two followers. 
or two Patreon subscribers, so one definitely did cancel. Uh, oh, oh, Jeff. I don't know Jeff which hops. one though. M- Michael will find that funny. Uh, J- Jeff- could it take it? Could he? Yeah, yeah. He drops oh. ten dollars uh, for a podcast that he's never listened to, but we still have four <laughs> episodes of us railing into him. <laughs> Damn it, Jeff, Mister Richie, rich man well, himself. This uh, is your last Rich- chance, you little bastard. I'll steal your <laughs> Neopets account if you don't resubscribe. Yeah, who's he think he is? Who's he thinks he thinks he is? Uh, <laughs> Who think is? Uh, so I'm, uh, so Michael, I'm sending you a Twitter at right now. We're gonna, we're gonna take a look at this guy's Twitter and uh, just rail into him. We're gonna find all the the worst things about him. Uh, he's paid us money to talk shit. I get that for free. He also paid that money to get a, a copy of the Roswell incident uh, from an earlier yeah, episode. Technically, we've, we've we did very bad about actually you know, turning a profit here. He just <laughs> liked a tweet as, quote, go into the country, going to suck a lot of penis. <laughs> and that was directly after another tweet that he liked. Uh, actually, pretty close together. Drake voice. Look, I just sucked a dick. <laughs> But That's bad. solid, though. <laughs> Can't no, hate on no. it. <laughs> well, here's a piece of shit thing he did. He uh, he liked a tweet from at uh, vlegalvcoolpod uh, that says, there are three main ways to sell items on Neopets, FYI. Hey. That's, that's not a good look, dude. <laughs> it's really not. He too. also liked another tweet that just says, white people. <laughs> but I'm... <laughs> I hate it. I don't know, man. We've wrung him so, like, dry at this point. I feel like we've torn into every every part of him. I don't know what else to even well, say. Well, I, I thought that we were only only going to be doing this for the first month. Oh, is that the case? Right, because you kind of run out, right, what after is, a while. That's what I was thinking. That's what I was but, thinking. But, Michael, if you have any fresh takes, we're, we're all ears. Well, In I'm fact, trying to find out if the account that he's liking tweets from is an ironic incel account or, like, a legit incel account. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm noting well, that was the, the best one yet. I'm noting uh, the holy shit, no one fucking cares in response to hashtag beautifully bisexual. He liked that, and then he also liked a tweet from the same guy that said, "Let me know when you have sex, and I'll drop hearty congrats on the sex." But in 2020, we're moving past congratulating people for simply wanting to have sex. <laughs> holy shit! Is this, <laughs> this is this? Are you guys okay? very serious? What I know. Is, wait, wait. So, what what account is this? Is this the very legal, very cool account you're looking at right now? Or no, I'm at the Frog Anoush likes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I've been liking a ton of incel posts on the very legal account. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's a common common affliction. I keep getting it confused with my alt. <laughs> I do accidentally like post on a very legal, very cool what I mean to post on my own. I've done that a few I times. I usually now. just leave it. I do. I usually do. All right, all right. We've we've torn into Ross so much. I don't know what else to say. He's a piece of shit. Right, we he do came have on the uh, show. We do get to bring back a uh, another older segment that we haven't haven't gotten to to do in a while um we got another review on itunes oh shit yeah yeah so we'll read that noam chomsky a former guest um left a review titled good rated us five stars and wrote it's good ah you piece of shit that's good it's good it's that's good. a good review that's good that's good what else can you say it gets to the point if i had to describe this podcast one in one word it'd probably be good nice. that's <laughs> so I like far that. better than we expected so <laughs> anything remotely positive we'll take it uh, and that said 
go give us five stars on iTunes. <laughs> Please. We need this. All right, I'll do it. <laughs> All right. Hey, thanks, man. Thanks, we'll man. read it next week. All right. Well, let's let's go on to uh, to my favorite segment. Uh, Twitter news. That was easy. This is so goddamn long. Ah, fuck. Okay, I got some tweets to talk about, and we get to, we can talk about them. One second here. Uh, also, we're backlogging podcasts right now. A little look behind the very legal, very cool curtain. Uh, so this is all incredibly outdated by the time that this episode comes out. <laughs> yeah, we really didn't think this part the, through. <laughs> the, the Twitter olds. So it's, uh, okay, so first one, everybody's seen it, but I just want to talk about it because it was one of my favorite things that I saw on Twitter. <laughs> And that would be what I just sent into the Discord here. The John Stevens interview with Donald Trump. Oh my god. <laughs> Pure art. It's, it's art. It's amazing. If you haven't watched it, you should. At least the two-minute section that's floating around Twitter right now. Uh, there's a lot of good stuff about it. But the thing I've been wanting to zoom in on is the way they they shot it is hilarious. Is yeah, yeah, Michael and I talked about this um in the DMs. So they have like three cameras that they're panning between. And the camera that has both the, you know, the interviewer John and uh and Trump is just like a standard like on a tripod. But the other two cameras are handhelds that they keep zooming in on. And so the interview would have if it didn't if it wasn't filmed this way, it would have just felt like, you know, oh, Trump doing his usual being dumb shit i don't know but with the cameras zooming in on him and looking at the graphs that he's pulling out on that he's printed out and has just loose paper that he's holding it all feels it's not like a stack of (laughs) it's just four sheets of paper it's four sheets of paper and he just goes like uh, oh we're uh number one in the world and then john's like what the fuck does that mean he's like no look at this Um, he has the most cases it doesn't appear that he knows what the papers say until he looks at them like he's just got this manila folder that someone handed him come on (laughs) and then he's like oh this yeah this might be helpful and then he starts wagging it at the interviewer like it's a like it's a silver bullet i've actually got something for that (laughs) it's but like the zooming in and stuff from the handheld it makes it feel like like an improv comedy thing or like an episode of arrested development the way yes. it will like zoom in on the interviewer's reaction when he's saying something, it's it's comedy gold. It, it Which is literally amazing, is because he has just thing. like the most beautifully tortured face throughout <laughs> all of it. Where you can just see the despair in his eye as he's watching, like like it's like if he had if Trump had handed him a document that was just written in crayon. <laughs> And he wouldn't have. I wouldn't have been surprised if he did that. Is the thing. And there's got to be some special word for the emotion I feel. It's like a mix of like this is really funny, followed by holy shit, we're fucked. Like some yeah. sort of like nihilistic comedy to it that we're coming yeah. to terms with. I I have to find it funny because I'm trying to ignore the fact that we're all going to die for That's more it, years. Man. For sorry. <laughs> 
I, you said the quiet part out loud again, bro. <laughs> oh, no one's bro. being quiet about that. <laughs> nope. All right, I'm going to send uh, another tweet here. I have more tweets than usual this time. It's like a whole exciting day here. Uh, tweet number two is a since-deleted tweet uh, advertisement from KFC. I'm just going to send it to you guys and let you guys have oh, a reaction to oh, it. Oh, ooh. Mm. Uh, yeah. This is, it is uh, one of the most racist things I've seen in a few years. At My comment advertisement. is that some interns definitely getting fired right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they're separating Emancipation Day and they have fried chicken and the shadow of the fried chicken is the black power fist. I don't know what kind of message that's even like supposed to send, right? Because like, is the the chicken is empowering black power behind it? <laughs> so the chicken is. I, I'm like expecting what? like the next KFC ad is gonna have Colonel Sanders in blackface. Like that's like, <laughs> oh god, it's just Colonel Sanders on his plantation. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, so that's pretty bad. Uh I've been feeling not great about that. It got deleted pretty quick, so I guess kudos to KFC for that. How does that get through? I don't don't know. (laughs) Someone, multiple people had to have okayed that, right? Like, they looked at that and they thought, this is a good idea. I'm going to go ahead and say that it was definitely... Someone made this. There was definitely a boardroom of just very senile white men is probably how this got okayed. And they're like, yeah, I don't see Just getting, like, drunk on chicken. They were just like, well, I guess we got to say something about the reclamation day or what have you might as well just let's let's bust it out let's let's see what we can do they're just like all straight out of oh brother where art thou (laughs) i'll go ahead and say i say i I don't want to hear a fast food company's take on blm uh ever i I don't want to hear a fast food company's take on anything generally fast food and yeah. even no, I, that, I really don't want to know anything else about you know I what I'm doing to myself. Any implication that American fast food is uplifting or empowering anyone in the United States? <laughs> You're what's wrong with our food system? <laughs> yeah. Fuck All right. La- last tweet of the night uh, is this. Oh God, damn it, dude! No, <laughs> I hate this. So- it's such a long song. Dude. <laughs> It'll be done in five minutes or so. Oh my god. That was easy. Okay, okay. Uh, last one is a tweet from the Cleveland Indians. Um, yes. Yes. I was hoping it was that one. Oh, so I'm going to read it. It's a picture of their like stadium from like the 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 audience's perspective and it just says if for you and it could field was and you for it was to be should you for ten thousand dollars would you do it yes unequivocally yes oh man you for ten thousand dollars no question (laughs) do we have on the soundboard anything that sounds like inspirational like uh oh man I, I can just uh, feel it in my bones. No, that's not. Here, I'll, I'll, I'll add it in post. I'll add it in post. Okay, all right, all right. Re- Check re- this re- re- Read it, and there's going to be inspiration. Oh, no, that's perfect. If for you, and it could feel was, and you for it was, 
be should you for ten thousand dollars would you do it cleveland indians <laughs> that's beautiful how'd that sound oh my god um would my favorite it? part my favorite part is uh, uh, let me double check i don't think they've deleted it <laughs> no they're good with this there's several rambling tweets from that company now look in the yeah. replies Oh, they're just, they've That's just amazing. decided it, it stays. And I do, I appreciate that level of doubling down. Right. Oh, All right. man. That's wonderful. All right. Well, that's that's Twitter news. This is the most prepared I've been for Twitter news. So I'd, I'd like a, a, a round of applause for me, the best fucking host. Thank you. All right. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Okay, we. I, uh, I think we're. I think we're wrapping up. We just got our. We just got our plugs, and then we're good. We did it, fellas. And we're done. All right, uh, My- Michael. Why don't you start us off? What are you plugging tonight? I'm plugging my website. Do you like? Do you like noodles? Do you like bad prose and poetry? Then you're gonna love my website. www.paandpr.com. It stands for Pasta and Prose.com. It's where I put all of my writings. The good stuff, the bad stuff, the bad stuff, and the bad stuff is all there. You can read all of it. So where does the pasta come in? I haven't quite figured that one out yet. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I'm thinking, Have you considered pivoting to a recipe site? Perhaps, but I don't know oh, how to and cook. it's just so. pasta. No, we, That's we got it's just spaghetti. Boiling water and spaghetti, and it's like hundreds of recipes, but it's just the same thing. No, you got to do the the thing we were talking about on on the Mister Hands episode, where it it'll just have long ass like rants about politics. <laughs> right, you get your long SEO story, and then at the bottom, it's like, oh yeah, and here's how you make spaghetti. <laughs> right? No, that's that's like can be a new form to your writing. You you have your written piece or your prose or your poem as like the SEO piece on top, and then you just have a, a complimentary pasta dish. At the It'll bottom just, of each, and then that's like a thing. I'll just do like the occasional in between my prose and poetry and philosophy writings and such. I'll just do like really, really bland, non-expletive um, explanations of the pasta I've eaten. So I like I won't have any of I won't have the language to describe what I'm talking about. But I'll be like, I ate at Olive Garden tonight. The pasta was very good. The noodles tasted good in my mouth. Thank you. Yeah, you have like a personal blog section where that's oh. all that's in that category. It, it gets sad because you're like stuck in quarantine. It's like, I had unseasoned angel hair. Again. <laughs> it's all I've eaten for three days straight. Like misjudged how much I was making the first time. <laughs> I bit into ravioli and there's no filling. I, I, stuck, I stuck my all hand ravioli. in the boiling water just to feel something. <laughs> I've been covered uh, in sauce for days. <laughs> but yeah, that's my website. Nice. All right, Jared, what are you plugging tonight? I am, I'm going to plug two things. Um, one, um, everybody's heard of it, I'm sure. And I'm totally late to the game here, but I finally started listening to S-Town. Oh yeah, I've been meaning to listen to that for it's years. It's actually <laughs> remarkably good. Um, I was I was very surprised by how good it was, even um so i actually i still have to listen to the last episode 
So maybe it, it ends very poorly, but, but yeah, no, I'm uh, listening to S town. It's pretty good. I'm glad I'm doing that. Hell yeah. If you're looking for an incredibly invasive story of someone's life, S town, S town, um, or PANPR.com or that, or that, <laughs> Uh, the other thing I started playing, I don't know if I plugged this last time. I don't think I did. I started playing Outer Worlds. Which, oh, you, yeah, you plugged it. Well, I'm still playing Outer Worlds, <laughs> and it's still fun. And so I'm going to plug it again, because it's still a good time. Hell yeah. Uh, all right. Well, uh, so I'm going to do two plugs. I'm going to plug a uh, podcast, uh, Shitty Christians. Um, they're podcast friends with us officially. Uh, I, you know, I uh, DM'd yeah. them, and they said yes to our request to be friends nice uh, but i've listened to like a couple episodes and they're pretty funny uh and they're like they kind of vibe with our uh our our podcast pretty well i think they uh also have an episode on the green family uh which oh. i haven't listened to yet so yeah we've like literally overlapped in topics before maybe we need to do like you know i don't know I've, i haven't listened to their podcast but everyone from them and everyone from us on a group podcast. Uh, that's what I was I was thinking. Yeah, having them on sometime would be fun. Fine. Be fun. Since you guys insisted, I'll go tell them about Neopets on their next podcast. Okay. Sounds good. I, I think we can get you as their next guest. Excellent. Hell yeah. Um, and then and also my, we're, we're friends with the Magnificast now. They just followed us back. Oh, yeah. Magnificast followed us back. I like that we're getting plugged into a lefty Christian uh, world, even though like we rarely talk about uh, leftism or Christianity on this podcast. Yep. Yep. It's cool. But I guess now we do. Uh, I did talk about it on that Odd Splice episode. I guessed it on. I talked a lot about it. It was fun. You should go listen to that. Uh, anyway, and my last plug is very, very hyper-specific, but uh, it's still mm. out there because I know plenty of our listeners are from Iowa. Fo on Twitter, you should follow at Aaron P. Calvin. Um, he is a kind of like freelance journalist. Uh, he used to work for the Des Moines Register and kind of went away uh, or kind of broke ties from them. And so he writes for the Iowa Informer and also just kind of does this blog about food in Des Moines. Uh, but he is hands down one of the most uh, interesting uh, and accurate reporters or uh, like journalists in the area, especially in regards to BLM, which the uh, press is that was kind of shitting shitting the bed on uh, as it first broke out. So it was good to it was good to follow Aaron because he was actually like there for a lot of it. Nice. Um, and also I'll just like do an exciting thing, um, which is going to be incredibly outdated by the time this comes out. But as of today, uh, BLM got voting rights uh reinstated for all felons in iowa so that's that. pretty damn cool fuck yeah yeah sweet sick all I right think, well I that's think we're done. uh that's it we did it well good job everyone uh thank you for listening to very legal very cool the internet stickiest podcast our music it's so fucking stick our music is a garage band loop that i stuck a drum beat behind and you can find us on twitter at the legal the cool pod uh, you can also find us on instagram at very legal like very comment pod. and subscribe This is a weird episode because I'm recording it uh, at my girlfriend's place rather than in my basement like I usually do. So I was going to say that this is the first episode we have a live studio audience, 
Um, but she walked in the other room to watch a TV show, so we don't have a live studio audience anymore. Did she walk away as soon as she heard my voice on the computer? Oh, she couldn't. She can't hear it. But I think I just kept saying things that were baffling to her without the context of the conversation. And That'll she was it. just like, that "I can't." Almost better. I, I think so too. <laughs> it was. I was doing when we were doing the ASMR peanut crunch description. She just looked back at me like, "What the <laughs> fuck are you guys doing?" <laughs>